Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. The following podcast contains explicit language. It's Wednesday morning, July 20th, and this is an AM spiel, Republican National Convention rapid response. Night two was a night that was competent, well-crafted, and most importantly, non-calamitous. Two Trumps spoke, three if you include the disembodied head to the no longer presumptive nominee. There were a few odd asides. Dr. Ben Carson warning that Hillary Clinton likes a guy who knows a guy who is the devil. So are we willing to elect someone as president who has as their role model somebody who acknowledges Lucifer? Think about that. The night ended with a benediction from the founder of an organization called Muslims for Trump. I'm still checking to see if that is properly pluralized. But the last featured speaker was a former soap opera star, current avocado farmer, businesswoman for Trump, proving there are as many former soap opera star, current avocado farmers for Trump as there are Muslims for him. Trump's daughter, one of his daughters, Tiffany Trump, spoke highly of her dad because, you know, when death's cold grip intrudes, dad will give you a phone call. I believe the measure of a person is revealed in their darkest times. For me, the measure of a parent is based on how they support and bolster you when you're down. A few years ago, someone very dear to me passed away, and the first call I got, as I knew I would, came from my father. Good father. Now, if I was tasked with describing the caring nature of my dad to a national television audience, I would maybe mention something a little more touching than the time my friend or family member died and dad was there for me via a phone call. Donald Trump Jr.'s speech was fine. The words, the delivery, it's being widely praised. But really, who cares what Donald Trump Jr. has to say? He's a billionaire's kid, widely pictured online, holding up the tail of an elephant he cut off after killing it on safari. Fine. To be fair, maybe he had someone else kill it, and he just desecrated the body. Complaining about teachers' union? Screw you, Fauntleroy. The two best speeches of the night were given by the two politicians who I thought would have given the best speeches. Speaker of the House Paul Ryan, because he has at least a modicum of substance, and Chris Christie, because he's a former prosecutor. And that was Christie's shtick. He asked the convention hall time and again if Hillary was guilty of this or that misdeed. And the crowd, as in the bag as any jury this side of Simi Valley in the Rodney King case, answered as he wanted them to. By gum, Chris Christie, you've proved your point. Hillary Clinton as a failure for ruining Libya and creating a nest for terrorist activity by ISIS. Answer me now, is she guilty or not guilty? He also laid the rise of Boko Haram at Hillary Clinton's feet. Hillary Clinton, as an apologist for an Al-Qaeda affiliate in Nigeria, resulting in the capture of innocent young women, is she guilty or not guilty? Yeah. 
Hillary Clinton for leaving not one ice cube in the tray, but putting it back in the freezer anyway. Guilty or not guilty? Hillary Clinton for still calling it Mile High Stadium, even though Sports Authority paid good money for naming rights. Guilty or not guilty? Hillary Clinton for letting the dogs out. Guilty or not guilty? Snappy, but Christie totally ignored that the day was supposed to be about getting America working again. For failing to appeal to that out-of-work laborer who feels left behind by the new economy and is confused by obsession over Hillary Clinton's Russia policy when Hillary Clinton is in fact harshly critical of Putin, whereas Donald Trump is in awe of him, Is Chris Christie guilty or not guilty? Christie was preceded by Paul Ryan, who started off good-naturedly noting he was there four years ago, but that didn't work out so well. And I like to look at it this way. The next time that there's a State of the Union address, I don't know where Joe Biden or Barack Obama are going to be, but you'll find me right there on the rostrum with Vice President Mike Pence and President Donald Trump. And that was Ryan's only reference to Donald Trump in his entire 12-minute speech. Not that it was a bad speech. It was rousing to Republicans, just not the neo and to Ryan's pseudo-Republican Donald Trump. He put his finger on the general frustration that America must be feeling over relatively anemic 2% annual economic growth. For a country so ready for change, it feels like we've been cleared for takeoff and then somebody announced we're all going back to the gates. It's like we've been on hold forever, waiting and waiting to finally talk to a real person and somehow we've been sent back to the main menu. Like when you thought there was a Pokemon all waiting to be captured right there at the next intersection, but it was just a pile of socks and under the socks, an ill-tempered hobo. Or when you're a kid, When you wait all afternoon to sit on Santa's lap, only to get to the front of the line and find out you're a Jew. Or when you wait two hours to ride the coolest roller coaster in the amusement park, only to get to the front of the line and find out you're a Jew. Crazy rules at Six Flags. Anyway, Ryan laid out the Republican case, not so much with detail, but with passion. And he ended with more lets than an entire Wimbledon tournament, but noticed what let he avoided. Let's take our fight to our opponents with better ideas. Let's get on the offensive and let's stay there. Let's compete in every part of America and turn out of the polls like every last vote matters because it will. Fellow Republicans... What we have begun here, let's see this thing through. Let's win this thing. Let's show America our best and nothing less. Thank you, thank you, and God bless. It would have been so simple to tag that all with, let's vote for Donald Trump, but he did not. Because that is not what drives him. It's not what drove most of the speakers. The words Hillary and Clinton were the second and first most spoken words On night two, Trump and Donald, the fourth and fifth. On this night, dubbed Make America Work Again, work showed up as the 11th most mentioned word, but economy was not in the top 25. On the first night of the convention, 
plagiarism overshadowed the message. On the second night, the Republicans overshadowed their own chosen message. To be fair, the nights that will really have an impact lay ahead. Tomorrow is dubbed Make America First Again, a notion I second. On that, the convention's third night of putting its mentions forth. Now, excuse me, I need to down this fifth. Hey, let me know what you thought of this episode, and let me know if you want us to do others, and by us, I mean me and just producer Mary Wilson.